0: Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives.
1: We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything.
0: Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. Hello, and we are not alone today. We are joined by spiritual expansion mentor and motivational speaker, Taylor Simpson. Hi, Taylor. Welcome to the show.
2: Hello. I'm so excited for this and to be here hanging out with you, babe. So I'm ready for it.
0: So are we. It's so funny because I don't know if – like, Ambie sent me her profile several weeks ago, or maybe it was a month ago, and was like, she's awesome. And then your assistant reached out. I don't know if it was in response to that. It doesn't matter. It was just, it, it came at yeah, the perfect time.
1: Divine timing.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so we're so happy to, you know, have you here and and just hear more about you and and what you do. And we're going to dig into this really juicy topic um, of sexual shame. But, you know, before we get into that, we always love to, anyone new on the show, we'd really just love to hear your story and, and how you came to do what you do now. Mm, thank
2: you. And, yeah, it's, I, I always joke, I, I'm a cat with like nine, you know, spiritual awakening lives where I just, you know, keep having opportunities for growth um, and expansion. And really this journey that I'm on started and activated probably about seven and a half years ago now. um, And it was in a way where when people look at me and my life now, they're like, wait, what? And so I, I like to preface it with, no matter where you're at in life and if you're inspired by someone and they look like they're living this dream life and amazing life, remember that there is usually um, some real humanness under there that got them there. And I like to remind people that in that way they don't get um, blinded by the matrix and by the view of what they see. And so for me, seven and a half years ago, um, I was sitting on a couch with my spoiler alert, ex-husband, um, and I had just broken a vase for the umpteenth time, crushed a, a, a pint of ice cream and a bottle of wine, watching something I'm sure is stupid on TV. And I remember sitting there and just thinking, wow, like I am so alone and so out of touch with who I truly am. And I, I remember hearing this voice of like, where did you go? Like, where did you go? Because as a child, I was covered in glitter, had, you know, wanted, I'm sure, wanted to have pink hair, unicorns all over the place, happy array of sunshine. And here I am sitting here literally having broken something because I was mad at my husband and didn't know how to communicate. Therefore, my communication was throwing an actual temper tantrum like a child um, and shoving down my feelings with food because I grew up in a family where there was um, trauma, where it was walking on eggshells, and I never knew how to even share my thoughts and feelings growing up. Therefore... I just always leaned to food growing up. I, you know, became addicted to eating sugar and cereal and all cereal, all of that middle school, high school, when I was also obsessed with people pleasing, I'm Mm -hmm. sure a lot of women can relate to that one and Mm -hmm. wanting to fit in so badly and being told I was too much and talk too much, talk too fast. My outfits were too much. My personality was too much. And so I just was like, well, in order to be accepted, I ha- I have to blend in. And so I got rid of every single belief about myself, that little girl that was covered in glitter and morphed very quickly and, and successfully uh, into what they wanted me to. And so that was all middle school, all high school, college up until I was on that couch. I had a dream job. I have had an undergrad and master's in international development and political science. So I worked on Capitol Hill and you can you imagine me with peak hair on Capitol Hill nowadays? Nope. Um, for the UN um, eventually, which was I thought my dream job outside this perfect life, perfect outfits, perfect husband, perfect home and yeah, breaking things. And I remember it was like that. I always heard of people's rock bottom. And I'm like, wow, what would that be like? To, what does that mean to be in a rock bottom? Well, that was my rock bottom. And the moment that I realized I was so sick and tired of my own just crap, my own drama, my own like – victim for this life that that I, at the time, was choosing to be a victim to, you know, what well, was me, you know, what, all that. So the next day, I admitted myself to both Anger Management and Overeaters Anonymous to get the support because I was just ready for it. I was ready to remember who I was and to come back home to that. And that's what started my self-development journey. I came across the book, The Power of Now, The Four Agreements, um, and with the support from my guides with through anger management and OA, I really started to understand mindset and gratitude and going through a 12-step program like that and, and surrendering up to a higher power and really going down that rabbit hole, so to say, um, so much that... That's what started my spiritual awakening, learning about the chakra systems. I ended up getting the chakras tattooed at my spine to really anchor the awakening and the life that I was leaving, leaving behind and really actually stepping back into who I really was. So not even leaving behind, but just like, wait, that was just a blip in the game. And we're back. We're back home now. And going into that, understanding how my brain even fell for the whole people-pleasing, understanding the matrix, understanding neuroscience and psychology and law of attraction and energy, I began sharing that with my community and you know, sharing self-love and happiness in kind of a basic way and was able to quit my nine-to-five eventually, start my own business um, through simply sharing what tools I had and began to Uh, snowball into what people see today simply because I was just committed to my own journey and then sharing my journey. And, And now I am so obsessed with helping people wake up and remember who they are, not become who they want to be. It's actually remembering who they are before the world got to the got to them. And, and took that away from them and really getting those chakras aligned and balanced. And that has to do with sexual trauma and your your sacral and activating their throat chakra so they could speak their truth. Um, it's all around ascending into their higher self that has always been there um, until the world tainted it. So that's where I'm at now. I was just obsessed with helping whoever is ready. Not everyone's always ready because what I do is is deep stuff. But when they're ready, they know. And they get to go all in and have really quick, beautiful, and, and painful at the same time, uh, transformations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for
1: that. I love I love hearing your story and hearing a little bit about the two polarities that is your experience in this reality. So yeah. thank, you. thank you.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love how you – I loved your story as well. And, and I think um, it just – what can you say about, you know, that, as Ambi said, the two polarities, kind of this idea that, like, it's like the wounded healer, right? All of us, we all have these kind of really interesting um, dichotomies and stories where we were super in our darkness, super, I mean, that's what catalyzed my awakening. I was like the darkest I'd ever been and just the version of myself I truly was not, right? Um, but, you know, what can you tell people maybe who are going through darkness or going through going through, maybe they're in that phase or maybe they're just starting to come out of that phase. Like, what do you have to say to them about maybe how that phase can serve them or, or you know, um, can lend to the next part of their journey?
2: Totally. The, the good old um ego death is what I like to joke <laughs> yeah. about that, where all the things are coming up and you've never felt so alone, but yet you have people all around you. Mm-hmm. And so one, acknowledging that that's normal. And I think that society has like dehumanized Feeling human feelings, and immediately going to here's a pill to fix that. Oh, you must be depressed. You and so really just being like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like shit right now. I'm I'm bringing up a lot of childhood trauma that was painful in years of it stored in my body. So one, just honoring it's okay to have days, weeks where you're like, I just don't want to do anything. I want to cry. So step one, you're human welcome to that humanness. Um, And choosing to own those human feelings and then really to getting someone to support you, right? That could be a therapist. That could be a friend, a sister, but just saying, hey, here's what I'm not to even fix you, right? I I don't even like the term fix. No one's broken. No one needs to be fixed. But just so you can say, hey, can I come to you if I just need you to be an open ear to hold space? Like you don't have to Mm -hmm. say anything. You don't have to like nod or agree, like just to hold space for me. Should I need that? that way when you do have really really dark days and you do feel so alone you know you have that person to just phone call or talk to um and then really looking at, at it from place of life is is a game it's this game with different levels and your soul i subscribe to the belief that I always joke, there's like a cloud and your soul's up there and it watched your whole lifetime unfold. All of the trauma, like the trauma, the drama, even the winds, all of that. And then you came into your meat suit and you forgot it all. Mm-hmm. And this life is about remembering, oh, wait, I signed up for this. So when you're sitting in the darkness, you remember Oh, cute, cute. I almost forgot that I signed up for this for whatever crazy reason, right? None of us know. We will never know until we do it again um, and then we forget again. And so just realizing, okay, wait, I signed up for this. Therefore, my higher self, my soul knew I could handle this. It wouldn't have put me in this position where I was feeling pain. Like if it didn't see it coming, it it saw it coming. Therefore, there must be something in here that's for me. There must be something in here that's going to teach me a lesson to get to the next level. And then when you think back, lastly, over past times where you were at a low in like the darkness, did you overcome it? Yeah, you did. So it's just a rinse and repeat of this game of, oh, here I am again. Versus giving it all this power of like, this is it. This is the final darkness. Like, it's never going to get any worse than this. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, here we are again. Here we are again. And now I get to learn why I'm here, find the silver lining, get the support, and move on to the next level of the game.
1: Hmm.
2: I like that. That feels much, much
1: lighter than the heaviness of, oh, my gosh, I can't get out of this. So I yeah. really like that visualization.
0: Yeah, thank you. It also just feels like it's, (laughs) you kind of helped remind me, it's like you, it's your choice how long you want to spend in that phase. And there's no, there's no, you can spend as long as you want there. There's, there's no right or wrong, but it's, it's not about like, will I get out of this? It's just when, like when, how long? And, and, and that's, and I really, really, really want to echo what you said about, um, in the beginning about dehumanizing being human. I've never heard it put that way. And that really just stood out to me. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's so right. It's like all of the, the advertising that we're constantly seeing is like, you have a problem because subtext, because you're human. Let us help you not be human, basically. <laughs> Disconnect from you, your humanity. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it's yeah. we
2: take our power back. That's the whole point. And while the world is crashing down around us is because we all are remembering, wait a minute, I don't need to be fixed. Yeah. I'm allowed to cry and have awful feelings like it's OK. And I get to learn and grow from it at my own pace. And that could be a day. That could be a month. It totally doesn't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, part of that human experience and being human, right, is this sexuality, right, mm-hmm. which is probably the most <sighs> demonized kind of thing about our humanity, right? I mean that's that's my perspective. It's it's the mm-hmm. thing about us that is the most that is part of our our is the kind of the the most I can't speak right now. But the biggest part of our essence, right, mm-hmm. is is that sexual energy. That's what feeds us, that's what fuels us, it's that creativity. But it's also the part that is the most shamed and kind of demonized and we feel the most guilt about So I know that this is an area of expertise for you. Would love to hear your perspective on sexual shame and what we can do to overcome it.
2: Mm, Yeah. And it's really cool. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but so many women, I would say over the past year, have just really woken up to that. That like, oh, wow, I have a a lot of sexual shame. I'm ready to get rid of it. Like, Right? We've always known, but you know when you're ready and all of a sudden it's kind of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this now. Like, I don't know what's about to be unpacked and it's really cool to watch. Um, and I believe it has a lot to do with the great awakening we're going through, which is a whole other topic. Um, but I like to kind of take it back to like, I, I grew up, um, in a religious household. Um, my, my dad was a pastor, but some of the trauma was he ended up having multiple affairs as a pastor. And so that kind of messed up my whole sexual shame even more because then I got confused, as you can imagine. So anyone that's listening who's religious and who grew up even in that, go back to Jesus, the OG, right? He was like the OG light worker. I like to joke. Um, and so Mary Magdalene, his his wife, was portrayed as a whore in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Not so. And it's such a bummer that she was. And I used to think that I was subscribed to that. I was like, yeah, that's what they taught me in preschool, mm-hmm. and in all of that. And so she actually practiced Tantra in the same lineage as Jesus's mom, Mary. And so she's the one that actually infused most of Jesus's powers. He came to Mary Magdalene, obviously, as a son of Mary, who was in that that lineage. But Mary Magdalene infused it even more and taught him Tantra, taught him that well, Jesus' disciples, of course, were like, oh, no, 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 no. Like a woman can't be giving Jesus power. A woman can't be encouraging this. We need to make sure to put her in a bad light. Um, therefore, she's a whore. Therefore, um, you know, she just used him for sexual. They just totally changed um, the mm. story. And that's, you know, there's a lot of different stories about Sarah, who was their daughter, um, who tried to continue that that uh, story, and that lineage on behalf of Mary Magdalene, um, ended up, you know, being put into, you know, in the middle of nowhere and, and lost forever. And so then then all these men, the patriarchy became became and they needed to quickly um, change any sort of view around Tantra and around women and around sexuality. Therefore, let's talk about the story of Adam and Eve, where Eve, right? She was the risky one. She wouldn't had the apple like how look at her like she's a slut with the apple. And so they had to go ahead and and make these dramatic stories, but without saying it, right, they were just like, oh, you know, Eve, she had to have the apple, um, couldn't control herself. Instead of, wow, that apple looked really good to her. Therefore, she's worthy of trying the apple mm. and seeing what happened. But did they portray that? Of course not, because that would be empowering to women, knowing oh. that women are incredibly powerful. My husband will admit this. We are very, we are way more powerful than any man will ever be. We create humans in our body for Christ's sake, like literally aliens in our bodies. Yeah. And, and they saw that and they needed to make sure that they deleted that. And we used to worship gods and goddesses before that came through. Mm-hmm. And so thinking just the history, wow, wow. Way back at way, way back when, um, when they worship goddesses to now seeing how powerful women were, Crap! We had to change the story because women can't run the world. Because then we can't be in charge and we can't be wealthy. Realizing how ingrained that trauma and those stories are in our DNA from all of our ancestors, like up until Jesus' time, that's a lot of passed down actual DNA in our bodies, not just mindset or what you saw, you know, in porn or on the media, but actual in your DNA. So when you can can grasp that and realize, oh, okay, I don't have to always just blame it on society, the media, all of that. It's actually in my body. Therefore, what kind of work do I get to do to start actually releasing almost like your your past lineage and healing for these women who came before you, right? Because when you heal, everyone heals. When you heal, your past heals. When you heal, your future self heals. So getting the grasp of how powerful it is when our generation, these women right now, the three of us talking, heal our sexuality, we're actually healing the world um, one person at a time. And so going down to present moment and realizing, oh, yep, that, that's that's a lot of deep rooted stuff, now I get to unpack what my stories are around sexuality, what my stories are around sexual shame. Um, that could be, you know, your your parents if you touched your yoni as a toddler. Heaven forbid, right? You're like, ooh, don't touch that. Were you told, ooh, don't touch your yoni? Write mm-hmm. that down, right? Were you told it was gross? Were you not supported when you got your cycle and, you know, raising my hand? You just get like a pad thrown at you and you're like, I'm dying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my ovaries were actually coming out of my body. Like, what? Is I think something is really seriously wrong with me.
1: Right. You're
2: I'm just acting like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so even that, you're like, wow, how. How was my cycle treated? Was it gross? Was it looked down on? Was I not supported as, you know, celebrated? Like, wow, you're a woman now. Let's like, let's bleed. Let's do this. Most of the in our generation didn't like there's very few, you know, women who had moms who were, you know, in that hippies, I like to say, um, now just like normal women. And it's a really unpacking any stories around your actual yoni, which is the Sanskrit term for vagina. Um, I even changed that term as I've gone through this journey because I realized that it's just, it's, it's way more, um, sacred to call it that. So if anyone doesn't know what Yoni is. Um and so really getting clear, just like you would on your money mindset stories, same thing. What are my stories mm-hmm. around sexuality? That I have to wait until I get married to have sex, which is fine. But why is it your story? Are you just being sacred and you're like, I am this garden is like lush night sharing with anyone. Like cool. Mm-hmm. Not from a place of shame, for a place of I'm going to hell if I have I have sex, which that's right. a whole other topic. And so unpacking where your stories are writing them down writing every story down and saying okay who gave me this story noted my mom who gave me this story noted society great none of those are mine whoops i forgot now let me remember what my actual stories are. That is, I'm a divine creature who creates humans, therefore I'm really fucking awesome. Um, two, right I get to respect my yoni and I get to say no even if it's my husband. This is a big thing. when I went through my you know own liberation sexuality, I had to have a conversation with my husband of obligation sex. Right. You know, I'm sure all of us women have had obligation sex when my wife or, you know, it's his birthday or it's a Friday. Right. <laughs> he took me out to dinner. Anything. I mean, the amount of I mean, amount of obligation sex I've had over the past is ridiculous, but it's not fair. Right. It, it's just because we have this thing that that men can go in doesn't mean even our husbands, we have to let them. Mm -hmm. So even understanding that story of, am I just giving this out for the sake of it? Um, and then going even deeper and that goes around like we can dive into that, but like Yoni wands and really actually getting stored trauma out of your, your over of your cervix of your actual, um, full actual vagina itself. Um, so yeah, really unpacking what isn't yours. And then that can lead you into, okay, who do I want to become? How do I want to feel in my sexuality?
1: Okay, you guys know we love connecting with you one-on-one, so we wanted to share our new favorite platform that allows us to do just that, Hey Hero.
0: Hey Hero is a platform that allows listeners like you to ask your favorite spiritual creators questions and get mini readings regarding your birth chart, life events, romance, career, loved ones in spirit, spirit guides, etc. via video messages. We
1: all love full hour readings, but sometimes you just need clarity around a specific thing
0: going on in your life right now. To check out the roster of spiritual creators and guides, you can go to astrology.heyhero.com. They have a diverse group of astrologers, mediums, intuitives, tarot readers, healers, and more.
1: You simply pick a spiritual
0: guide, submit your question, and receive a response via
1: video message within a few
0: days. We have been loving answering all your questions through Hey Hero and offering personalized guidance directly to you.
1: Best of all, a drum roll, please. All of our listeners receive 10% off your first question when you use the code InnerBloom10
0: at checkout. To reach out to us directly on Hey Hero, you can find our link in our Instagram bio or in this episode's description.
1: We look forward to answering your questions on Hey Hero. I really like that because sexuality just in and of itself makes me so uncomfortable. Just the word <laughs> sex makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about it. Here we go. And so it's, it's, it's really divine timing for this su- subject, one.
2: Yeah, Alexa's laughing. I chose it. (laughs) But it's true whenever you're, whenever you don't, I, I, it was not that long ago when I was like, sex, no, mm mm, mm mm, Mm -hmm. like not going there. And it's a a gift when you're like, oh shit, okay, I have to go there, don't I? Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, because that, yeah, I mean, I've been going, it's interesting. It is divine timing for many reasons, but it, it, for me, it really is. It is divine timing as well because I've been going through this as well. It's like when I was younger, I actually – sex was like a way for me to numb out. Like mm-hmm. that it was along with overeating. I also I also binge ate and stuff from trauma that I had when I was younger. Sex was like the next progression, right? It was like, cool, how can I get guys' attention and just feel love and feel – yeah, feel love. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was always like on the hunt for that. I was always, you know, and and because of that, I became promiscuous. Like that was the label that I got. And that was the label that I, 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 I took that on. Like I was like, oh, this is who I am, you know? And it's taken me a long time. Like I, I'm married now, right? And so, and I've been with my uh, husband for a while. But, you know, even through our relationship, it's taken me a while to really work through that. And I feel like. Just now, I'm really starting to break out, like you said, to really be like, hold on a second. Like, first of all, if I want to be quote slutty or whatever, not meaning like other people, I just mean like if I want to be sexual. Yeah, that's my choice. Like, I don't freaking care what anyone else says. Like, and and also that is. Realizing the divinity of it, right? You mentioned that a couple times. Like that that is like our purest expression. And I think it really does all go back to like Adam and Eve. It really does all go bo- go back to the those origin stories and the shaming of that. And it's like, God, like it's just I I, I I I wanna know from you, like when you are blocked in your sexuality and when you carry around the sexual shame and these labels. How, what are some ways that this can show up in your life? Maybe other than sex.
2: Yeah. Every, every area. I love this question because it's, yeah. it's every, um, you, like you alluded to is your sexual, your sacral, your, that's your second, um, chakra. That's your womb. Um, it's also re- related to creativity and receiving. So if you're not able, how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't voice your desires why are having sex? Like, hey, I like when you touch like that. I don't like when you touch me like that. So even that little of a thing, you will do that in every other area of your life of, okay, in my business, am I actually declaring my worth or am I lowering my prices just to like get people to, to pay me? Am I, um, you know, focusing on a state of receiving abundance or am I, really focusing on what's not working because I'm fearful and don't feel I'm worthy of receiving because I have fear of success or fear of failure or fear of judgment. Um, so set your sacral has to do with attracting money. Um, when I say abundance, that's joy, that's happiness, it's opportunities, that's freedom. Um, and then your health, um, a lot of, a lot of, um, cervical cancer is related to a blocked sacral. Um, a lot of women that I've worked with have actually healed their PCOS after doing a lot of sacral work, um, our blocked energy. It's actual like the, the chakras, if you're new to chakras, they're spindles that move through. It's their actual measurable energy points through our bodies. This isn't muwu. And if you have, I like to get the analogy of say, even just nothing traumatic happened to you sexually growing up, but you did grow up in a household where sex was not talked about, is that you then built up this little bit of a cloud, a dark gray cloud around your sacral, because you didn't know how to move that energy in your sacral, i.e. through sexual dancing, or even touching yourself, talking about it, because your throat and your ovaries are actually look, the your fallopian to your ovaries and your throat from a photo look the exact same. The top of your cervix, the top of your throat look the exact same. So they're completely um, connected. And so when you realize that, um, it's, it's really easy to then not show up as that fullest expression of yourself, showing up as your higher self, um, therefore receiving lower frequency opportunities, lower frequency money, lower frequency people, um, which affect how you continue to live. And so that going back to that great cloud, that great cloud now gets denser and denser and denser because you haven't unpacked the, the, the stories or even the trauma or the wounds. And then it actually turns into physical form. So dense mm-hmm. energy, eventually everything's energy. It just gets denser and denser and denser. Therefore, physical. Therefore, uh, you know, spot, you know, um, uh, those uh, cysts on your ovaries. That's an mm-hmm. actual manifestation of the energy block, which turns into disease, which turns into cancer. And so, a lot of people are relating now to block chakras to cancer to diseases. Um, simply start off with discomfort. And that's kind of how far down it can go. Um, You know, I don't say that to scare people like, Oh, God, like, I've got sexual trauma, do I have no, but like, just know, okay, I get to now look at this opportunity to unpack it, um, and get into a state of receiving get into a state of creativity. And I like to, you know, have people visualize when you think of some a woman who is in her creative, sexual flow, what does she look like? She's she's fluid. her hair is probably down. Like she's probably maybe a little dirty because she's just like, yeah, I've been painting or I've been rolling in the mud. But she's not rigid. She's very calm and talks slowly and intentionally with her words. And usually her surroundings are very abundant and beautiful. Maybe she's got plants all in her home or just nice things in general that make her feel good. It's because... She has removed that dark cloud around her sacral, therefore is able to have this clear channel from her sacral to her throat and voice to the universe, here are my desires come to me mm-hmm. and she gets to sit in it. So it's kind of this full mm-hmm. cyclical thing, which we are women, we're, we're cyclical beings. So what's one way that people can remove this dark cloud? No. Yeah. Absolutely. I love this question. There's two. I'll give an energetic and a tangible because I know I know there's, there's some listeners that like at the tangible thing. Um uh, raising my hand. Uh, so one energy is is really grasping that of okay, here's my wound, here's my wounds, here's what I know I get to unpack. Um, and begin to actually, when it comes to sexuality, realizing that all of your partners you've ever been with, their energy is stored in your cervix until you deal with it. So that's if you- if, depressing. Keep going. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I was like, oh. Yeah, when I first realized that, I was like, oh, that's awkward. Good. Um, there's a lot happening up in there uh, that we don't need. Um, you know, you know, uh, it's college days. And so realizing, okay, there's a lot of pent up energy in there, which is turning to other people's, like if you had like angry sex, or like mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, manipulative sex, in my hand, right you you're constantly building and building and building on top of your childhood wounds. So step one was kind of what I was talking about deal with the wounds first. next step okay who's been in my energy field who have I let in my garden I like to say who has stompled all over my garden no. who left their who left their weeds or their shoes in my garden uh, no. and forgot to take them. And so getting clear on that, that could be writing down every partner you've been with and doing some forgiveness and releasing around them so that, you know, you know, thanks, George, for the great time. Um, Here's I'm going to, you know, release you because I don't know. I no longer need your energy anymore. Um, And I forgive you for coming into my garden without maybe permission or without my own permission because I let you. And so forgiving and releasing, forgiving and releasing. And if you can't remember some people's names, raise my hand, uh, just kind of like energetically say anyone between the years of this year, right? So don't panic and be like, oh God, I can't do that. Um, Anyone between these years and do a meditation. You can even just go on YouTube and look up like a cord cutting meditation. There's tons out there. Do a cord cutting meditation with each person or a lump sum. um, So that at least gets your mind to start speaking to the cells in your body. your Where attention goes, energy flows. Okay, I'm forgiving, I'm releasing, I'm honoring, I'm thanking them, I'm forgiving myself, um, which is a big one, forgiving yourself for, you know, being promiscuous and not knowing any better. We didn't know any better. We had no idea what we were doing. We were doing the best we could with what we had forgiving ourselves of like, okay, my bad. Like, sorry, garden. I love you. And I now know, and I'm learning and I'm growing because I'm human. Mm. Um, The next physical is Yoni wands. So Yoni wands can be slightly intimidating when you first see them. It's like like a crystal dildo, pretty much. And because energy gets stored up in your cervix, You could actually take a yoni wand and push it up in your cervix. So this is like a whole you want to create a space for this, Um, you know, two hours of like pure alone time. You know, it's almost like you're making love to yourself, but not with the end goal of having an orgasm that's coming from a place of releasing energy. We actually want to build up energy that way we can break it up. We don't want to release it. That's an orgasm. If it leads to that, great, awesome, win-win. Um, but don't go in with that intention. And so that's putting some music on, again, creating a space, a beautiful space for yourself. And then you'll feel with a Yoni Wand, um, you'll feel anger in some spots. You'll feel physical pain. Um, you'll cry. You'll scream. And it's it's actual energy that's finally because you came in with the intention and set the space and not just like putting something up your Yoni. You'll feel and you'll hold it there. You'll actually feel blocked tissue p- tissue around your around that, and then you can hold there and hold it until the pain is gone, until you're done screaming, until you're done crying, um, and that will release the actual physical now dense gray cloud and keep going around that. Um, you can make this a routine. I, you know, I always recommend a lot of clients like once a week, you can do this every day if you want, um, once a month, whatever, but just being consistent with it is a great way to unblock that energy. Again, going in with the intention. I I have a, the funniest story, one of my clients actually afterwards, um, her Yoni wand, not inside of her, thank God, she was cleaning it off and the crystal just broke. A whole. B- but she did a lot a lot of energy clearing yeah. and she sent me a photo and she was like well <laughs> that clearly went really well and we clearly got rid of a lot of block great energy. success yeah. and success i'm like yes uh so that kind of stuff happened it's pretty mm. cool and it's like well yeah. that's that Yoni anyone you're good yeah um and so uh, you, you can use that what about um, yoni eggs Yoni eggs too. That's Mm -hmm. actually to strengthen, um, that's to strengthen, um, your pelvic floor muscle and actually for like, you can have deeper orgasms that way, but it's really to strengthen that your PV, PVC muscles. Um, but you can get three different sizes of that. You can still train yourself to move it around in actually up, up in there. So you can push up energy, but that could be a little confusing for someone who's just starting. So start with the cervix, the the, the wand, and then the egg um, to strengthen your your PVC muscles. Which is something I'm in the process of doing. I jump on a trampoline and I pee my pants, and I've never had a kid, so I'm actually in the process of yeah. using eggs just mm-hmm. to actually strengthen those muscles. So they're yeah. they're great. Wow, I just bought a Yoni wand,
1: so I'm really excited. I didn't know what to do with it. I just looked at it and I was like, okay, Don't it know is. What this
2: is. Literally didn't called.
1: have no idea.
2: So yeah, yeah. But well, you go, girl. Like you were called and you did it, and now you now you know. <laughs> now I know. Now I'm really
0: excited about this. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that makes me so happy. Wow. Thank you so much. That I. It's so beyond the fact that you're just very knowledgeable about this and you're very passionate about this and that you've given like you know energetic and practical tools. Um I think it's just there's something so healing about hearing another woman talk about this, just in mm-hmm. the empowered way that you do. It's like any time, and it's not often because I, I think we need a lot more uh, women who are, you know, in this work. Mm-hmm. But any time I do, I just always find myself just taking the deepest breaths, and it's just like I'm, I'm um, vibrating in a whole different way because it's resonating with, with that. With that part of me that doesn't get touched very often, you know. Yes, so. and, and you take your power back, and that's why I, I, I want to preface it again. Like even
2: just two years ago, would never be talking about sex, right? Like mm. I'm like, Ooh, orgasm. We're gonna talk. <laughs> we're going there. Like <laughs> putting something up my vagina. Like are you? <laughs> we're, we're publicly talking about this, and so just I say that because to give to remind people it doesn't take long. Like the moment mm-hmm. I went through my own liberation and, and I went down the Tantra journey to understand sexuality. It was like, I just went in and the moment you have that awakening, it's like, Oh wow. I was making this way more difficult than it needed to be. So I just want to, any woman that's like, this is terrifying and intimidating, but I feel called know that it's really not a very long journey. If you don't make it like, just go into it for a place of curiosity um, you know, be excited to be new at something. I know when I, do, I started Tantra and I was in a group with a bunch of women in their like sixties and seventies who were like hashtag goals, um, just all around. Like they look like they were 30 and I'm like, I'm a baby and I know nothing. Like, <laughs> and so just know you get to be new in this. You, yeah. it's, I think we don't give ourselves permission, especially boss babes like us permission to be like new at something and to have mm-hmm. no clue what we're doing but to be like, I got this wand and I'm going to unblock some energy and but just having fun with that and now hope me. it doesn't
0: explode in
2: there and hope
0: it doesn't <laughs> break inside <laughs> into a million pieces. You can call me Ambi if if you need.
1: Oh my help. god! If it does, I will call you <laughs> and I will be like, I need your help in so many ways, and then you'll tell me to go to the hospital. That's <laughs> yeah. what, that's the yeah. conversation.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. So good. Wow! 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 <laughs> um. Taylor, well, this is truly amazing. Um, okay, Melissa on Facebook said, I was wearing an egg but didn't know what it was on my oh. neck. Da, oh. da, da.
2: <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Like, that's you obviously it. were meant for it. Yes. That's, yes. That's pretty awesome. To add,
0: like- <laughs> yeah, just like a pendant. Tara. Tara Borden also said, "This is the best work break ever." <laughs> so thanks for thanks for joining us, Tara. Um, anyway, Taylor, um, how can people? I know that uh, you. First of all, you have a podcast, right?
2: I do um, a tailored adventure to happiness. A
0: tailored adventure to happiness—is that what's called? That's yep. cute. Um, I love it. that.
2: So good. Yep. But we don't talk about just happiness. We talk about sex and you know, deep, deep shit.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Love it. So tell people how they can either work with you or listen to your podcast—all that good stuff.
2: Love that. Thank you. Um, first of all, just come say hi on Instagram. Um, it's at I am Taylor Simpson. I like to forewarn. I'm that person that will most likely voice message you back. Uh <laughs> some people are like, "Did you just voice me?" And I'm like. <laughs> hi, we're friends now. Um, So I am that weirdo. Uh, And then secondly, if this called to you, um, please reach out. I've got a a program um, opening the end of February called Ascend. And it's about ascending. And we go through all the chakras, including your sacral. And it's something um, that I am am very passionate. I spent all of 2020 actually um, not birthing it, but working on it um, and allowing it to be birthed finally in October. And the first round that it opened that dozens of women, um, their, their periods change from heavy to normal. They heal their PCOS. They got pregnant when they've been trying to get pregnant for a long time. Um, chronic headaches gone. Um, it's not me, right? I, I empower other women to heal themselves. So Ascend isn't about me being your healer. It's about me being your guide and giving you the tools to quite literally heal yourself. Um, and I make it everyone's responsibility to pay that forward um, and impact other people in their lives with what they learn in Ascend. So it's a very cyclical program. Um, but yeah, it's going through all the different chakras, including your sacral and your throat and, and all the rest of them. And you can um, get on the wait list or join it by just going to taylorsimpson.com ascend 2021. Um, that's that's what's coming up and how I can support you. Awesome. Well, that cl- sounds amazing.
0: It does for sure, especially the the period thing because my God, does 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 anyone have a normal period anymore? I because yeah. it's it's just insane. I talked to whoa. I talked to um I talked to lots of women and it's like no one can no one has a similar experience. Everyone is all over the place and um and and I think that's it's it's odd you know, it
2: is. But then once you start doing this work, you actually like, I'm sure all the women, in the last group of send probably ended up around like the same, you know, right. when you hang out with women, yes. you yes. think you're, yes. you're like, think what? you made me get your, my period 10 days early. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, it's just how it works. Especially when you learn more about your chakras and align, you actually get more into alignment with the moon, which is the goal. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's, pretty, I've inc- the, the, like got cycle stories out the wazoo. Um, so yeah, if you
0: struggle with your period, I got you. <laughs> awesome. So awesome. Uh, we will put the link to Taylor's program and her Instagram in the show notes. You guys can click there on the audio version of this podcast, uh, to link up with her and, uh, Taylor, anything else you want to share before we wrap up?
2: No, just thank you, ladies, so much for for giving me the opportunity to share with your community um, and to share on a topic that I know makes people uncomfortable. And I, I hope the only takeaway women take is that like I can you know speak in your own terms. I can empower myself um, because I'm worthy of that, and I I get to make that choice. So I hope that that's the the biggest nugget that the listeners took away. Mm, that's beautiful. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much. Everyone's giving you lots of hearts on the Facebook right now. Taylor, they're saying thank you, Taylor, so much. Thank you so much for being – you're just like a ray of sunshine and a breath of fresh air. Thank you. So thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone, on Facebook for for watching, and thank you, everyone, on uh, audio for listening. We love you so much, and until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody.